a little breathless. <sighs> well, it's because your bra is still hooked. Unhook yeah. that bra. Let's see if it makes any difference. I mean, maybe all of this is just that I need a bigger bra. We've talked about that before, too. I think that was in yeah. our yeah, episode yeah, four, all of the, perhaps um, five. There's a, fly there's a fly running around here. All of the tests, <laughs> trips to hospital. It's just, that's your diagnosis. They're writing yeah. you a script. Yes. You need Go to and buy size. a bigger bra. <laughs> they don't know anything. What do they know? All right. How are you? Um... I'm okay. I think I'm getting sick. And I very oh. rarely get sick. I'm knocking on wood. But um, I got a headache yesterday, feeling a little lower energy, had a headache, like woke up this morning with a massive headache. I very rarely get those and I very rarely get sick. So I think I've got something. That's how I am. But I don't feel terrible. No, I just COVID? feel a little bit less. COVID? Do you Did have you say fever? Oh, COVID. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely COVID's going around. But that's not how this feels. I've no, had COVID. Had COVID. Mm -hmm. And then the vaccines make me feel like I have COVID. Mm. So I kind of know that feeling. That's not this. I don't know. So thanks for asking. Sorry, Tracy, for all the complaining to our Where's listener. Mug you've got there. You know, if I could make it even bigger, I would. I like a nice big ass hot drink in the morning. Mm, like yummy. Big ass. Yeah. I it's like delightful. Them. I know. Mm. Yes. A little of coffee. <laughs> I take that little espresso and I pour a shit ton of water in it and I make it Americano. Mm. Yeah. You ruin it. I'm That's a baby. To it. It's yeah. true. It's true. Yeah. They call yeah. it an Americano for a reason. We're a bunch of wimps Not over saying, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let you say that. <laughs> espresso babies. Because you are Americano. That's right. Oh, so Monchetti. Let's talk about being a stand for someone. <sighs> <laughs> I already hate it. <laughs> I don't know why it seemed like such a good idea yesterday. Let's talk about that. Yeah, we can. It's so good. Okay. So I'm prepared with notes. Only the questions, no answers. Duh. Awesome. That was awesome. Let's not answer idea. any. Let's just put the questions out. Okay. So question number one is what does it mean to be a stand for someone? And I realized I had written in that question to be a stand for someone and had forgotten what does it mean to be a stand for myself? Yeah. Hadn't put us, you know. Well, I, th I think the first place that we practice is with somebody else, right? I mean, I haven't been practicing being a stand for myself before I practiced being a stand for somebody else. And, you know, a lot of what I'm doing with my clients is being a stand for what they want. Okay, so can you, we've got, what does it mean? So what do you mean by that, being a stand for your clients? So I'll have to use an example just so I can talk about it. Um, mm -hmm. If my client wants to, this is a great example, um, repair their relationship with their spouse. Um, and then when they come to sessions and they're like, well, actually I'm thinking about moving out. Well, actually I'm thinking about, you know, all the ways that that person has wronged me. Well, I'm doing this and that. It, what 
for me to be a stand for what they want is to continue to bring that person back to, okay, and how does that impact relationship? How does that move your relationship forward? How does that get you back in connection with your spouse? And they'll be like, well, I'm not sure that's actually what I want. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Is it because it's getting hard? Is it because you don't want to do the work? Is it because you've, you know, all the other reasons that we don't want people to be a stand for us? If I want you to be a stand for me to like lose, I'm going to call it a stone because that's what you call it. I have no idea what a stone is. It sounds terrible, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, like a, how big is the stone? But if I need to lose a stone and then I come and I visit you and I'm eating cookies and, and what do we have? Fudgy pudding, toffee, toffee, sticky pudding, right. sticky toffee pudding sticky toffee pudding. If you're going to be a stand for me, you might say, Hey, Allison, does this get you towards the thing that you want? Mm. So being a stand is helping somebody, um, reminding and then pulling that forward. I thought you wanted six pack abs, Allison. I thought you wanted a, a thriving marriage client. How is this thing that we're doing going to get you there? Mm. Mm. How's that? How'd I do? I think you did really well. Thank you. You did really well. So I'm going to try and summarize it in one sentence. Please. It's listening yeah. to what the person says they want. Be that a client um, or ourselves. Okay. Or a friend. Mm -hmm. but acknowledging what that person wants and then holding that yeah. for them yep, and being, yeah, being a placeholder for what they want yeah, as they swirl around their journey because the journey to the thing they want is not going to be Boom, 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 neat little steps in one direction. It's going to be two to the left, four back, three to the right, one forward. It's going to be. A, a, I actually you know. think you're, you're spot on. You're being a placeholder. And what most people will do is they'll run in every direction to, because if I actually have to do the things to get what I want, I mean, there's a reason that I haven't gotten it because it's probably hard. Because I probably, it's probably confronting. It's probably I have to do something that is uncomfortable, distressing, whatever, and I don't want to. Mm. So it's not even that like people are floundering around. It's like they're, they say they want steak and then they're like, actually hamburger's fine. Mm. So we've got that it's a placeholder. Yep. We've got a little bit of the second question that I had, which is who are we a stand mm -hmm. for? And we've got, we're a stand for our clients. We're a stand for our friends. We're a stand for ourselves who mm -hmm. I'd completely originally left off the list. Mm -hmm. And then we've got, um, my arm's still in the air. Just bring it back down. No, I'm I'm okay. I'm then we've it. got the question, which is not either of the questions I've got here, but it's kind of like, why are we a stand for somebody? And you've just touched on that by saying, if I want six pack abs, for example, 
-hmm. There's a reason why I don't already have them. Mm -hmm. And there will be all of the reasons. I don't want to get up and do it. It's too early. It's too late. It's too hard. Mm -hmm. I'm too tired. Mm -hmm. Um, Not today. Thank you. All of the resistance that gets in the way. And as a placeholder, let's say I'm a placeholder for you to have those six pack abs. Yeah. I will be reminding you. And I'm thinking now of Casey, who will say, (laughs) as I sit on the sofa with a bowl of ice cream, are you going to the gym? (laughs) Subtle. Yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, when I'm like, oh, no, I didn't go today. And he's like, oh, I thought you wanted X, Y, D. I actually want to thump him in the face when he says that, because I'm like, don't remind me of what I said. I know what I said. Yeah. You little shit. Yeah. I know what I said. And there's a very good reason for me not doing the thing today. Because ice cream is delicious. Yeah. And it was too cold or too dark or too whatever. So I'm very resentful and resistant when he is a stand for me. But that's what he's doing in those moments. He remembers what I've said. And he's presenting what I said back to me. I thought you wanted X. And holding it up and going, didn't you want that? And I'm down. Yes. Sounds like he's doing it exactly right as if there was yeah. such a thing. So, yes. mm. so the second part is it's, so the first part is being a placeholder. Mm-hmm. And the second part is in the midst of someone else's resistance. That's the part that makes it real hard. I can be yes. a placeholder all day long, but I certainly don't want to do it when someone's got a thousand reasons for why they don't actually want the thing or they don't want to do whatever it takes to get the thing. So what do, what do we come up against when we are placeholding for somebody? We've just oh described God. some of what Casey comes up against, but anyone, Casey or whoever, what do we come up against? What do you come up against when you're being a placeholder? So I'm a recovering people pleaser, right? I have been, um, trained as codependent, <laughs> like that was my whole life. I'm really good at it. If anybody wants to learn about codependence, I could teach the masterclass on it. So for me, it is a deep, deep fear of um, having somebody walk away from me. So if I'm a placeholder for you and I see you on the couch eating a bowl of ice cream, I'm confronted with my own fear of, of saying a thing that would have you then reject me. Mm. Yeah. Which is why I just oh. ate ice cream with you. Because fuck those abs. It's too much work. Yeah. So fear of rejection. We're frightened that if we yeah. hold the thing up for the person, yeah. they're going to, they're going to, fear of rejection I have that I yeah I'm frightened that they'll they're just going to get angry (laughs) I don't want I don't want to it's the same thing as people pleasing I don't want to upset anyone Mm -hmm. so it really does um it really does cost something to be a stand for someone because you're going to get some pushback yeah it's why um 
you and I both know somebody who was struggling a little bit with a, with a commitment that they had made to a group that we're in. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say anything. I said nothing to him. I didn't get involved. Ah, uh, uh, why did you not get involved in, in being a stand for that person? My, I didn't, well, I had a lot of excuses for why, but essentially I didn't want to upset him. I didn't want him to not like me. Yeah. As simple and significant as I make that, right? It's like, what's the big deal? So he doesn't like you. Well, cause I love him. And if he didn't yeah. like me, that would break my heart. Also, it, it, it is actually, you know, if people for me, mm. you know, the, the next place I go, you're like, you've just said, oh, it's simple. You know, I didn't want to upset him. I didn't want him to not like me. And I immediately go to that sort of thing of being ostracized and isolated and left out. So that actually feels really significant. Like if I point out to you, like, but you you said you 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 said yeah. you wanted that, yeah. Then I'm, uh, you know, I almost want to duck, yeah. Um, because I'm actually worried about the impact on me, yes, of me being a stand for yes. them. And when somebody else in the group, when I witnessed somebody else being a stand for this person, mm. I immediately was offended. I wanted to protect that person. I felt it was too sharp. I, mm. I immediately went into like even more people pleasing, like more like, oh, but you're, you're mm. seeing it too hard and you're doing it too much and you've tiled, dialed it up too high and, and essentially f- making that person so fragile. By the way, this person is a full grown adult who can take care of himself. But even as somebody was being a stand for this person, I, my response was, it was very, well, I called you mm. and I was like, I'm really struggling with this. This feels abusive. Mm. <laughs> Strong language. Yeah. So, so there's some sense of protecting ourselves from yes. any fallout. We're yes. holding someone to account. Yep. You said you wanted a six pack. You haven't been to the gym in a month. And more than that, you're sitting on the sofa eating ice cream. How does that get you to your strong ab situation that you are chasing or said at least said you wanted? Yeah. Um, So I'm worried about I seem like an asshole. I seem like a meanie. I seem like a horrid person who's like pointing out their weaknesses, their failings. They haven't done the thing. There's also something in there then about me also protecting the other person from themselves. You see that more, say more. So I'm protecting them from what they, from what they said they wanted. Yeah. So I'm like, they said they wanted a six pack, but they're they're not going to get there like this. I I don't. So it's actually, it is also that piece you said about upsetting them. Like we don't want to upset them. It's like, you're not going to get here like that. Yeah. get there like this that's yeah. not going to happen so yeah. you're also protecting the other person and treating them as if you've you've just point you've just said it they can't take as if it. they're fragile they can't they can't yeah. have the hand with the thing held up to them we can't say to them but you wanted yeah. you know 
you wanted the six pack mm-hmm. you know it's important to you for all of the reasons you laid out yeah. you know a month ago when you told me all about it and why it was going to be important um and so I'm protecting them treating them like they're yeah. really vulnerable yeah I'm not treating them as whole and complete yes and capable of yeah. facing the truth that yeah. it's very unlikely. I mean, if anyone knows, if Tracy knows of a way to get a six pack by just doing nothing but eating ice cream, please tell me. Send it to us now. Yeah. But, you know, they are very unlikely to get what they want following yeah. that path. Yep. And then um, what's interesting is that then in that experience where we we both witness somebody having a stand being ha- boy witnessing somebody be stood for this english language doesn't make sense but <laughs> um the person who said that they you know who had the commitment there was a breakdown in the commitment that person then had a thousand reasons why they could not have the thing that they had committed to they couldn't do it mm-hmm. and like how just even being with that felt really edgy because all of it was very logical. And so I think it's even farther than like resistance. It's, um, let me get there. I almost have it. Hold on. Shit. I just lost. Oh, um, it's the relationship they then develop to their resistance. Suddenly the relationship, what this person had was a relationship to commitment that became completely disempowered. Mm. And then it was like, now we're going to notice that. Yeah. I mean, this feels very conceptual, so I'm not sure if Trace is following this. So if we can bring it down. I'm not even following it. Okay. (laughs) If we bring it down into something more that we feel we can actually talk about as opposed to someone in a group with a thing that doesn't feel very real. But um, if we just stick to the idea of somebody wanting abs, you know, you mentioned you wanting abs. So if we just stick to you wanting abs as a story. um, And you're like, hey, you're eating ice cream. And you haven't been to the gym for for three weeks. And then I'm like, I can't go to the gym. I've got a headache, I'm sick, it's closed, it's expensive, mm. it's hard, I'm mm. sore, I'm old, mm. I've sprained my knee, all of the things. I suddenly, like, you can see how, like, disempowering that relationship starts to become. Mm. And so it's not even just being with my resistance, it's being with the relationship that I then create to getting six-pack abs. It's hard. It's going to cost me too much energetically, emotionally, financially, Mm. right? Mm. And suddenly I'm trying to pull you onto. That's the piece I was getting. Yeah, I'm getting super enrolled in like, God, of course she can't go. It's way too expensive. The gym is too far away. She has hurt her knee. So it's really unreasonable for me to go, why aren't you going to the gym, Alison? Right. You know, um, or what are you doing? towards this six pack thing, because, you know, you're telling me some very reasonable, logical, real, true, understandable 
reasons there it is. why you can't. And I'm and I'm completely sucked in. And because you're my friend and because I love you mm-hmm. and because I don't want to annoy you. Yes. And I don't want to upset you. And I don't want you to be annoyed or upset with me. Right. I will just stay there with you. Yes. I will stay with, there with you in those stories. Yes. And just say, yeah, I get it. Which is that why I love is you. Awful. Because <laughs> you don't. To, <laughs> I was going to say, go just there. to confirm, our relationship is based on trying to keep each other quiet and happy. Yes. Um, yeah, so so it's very enrolling. And it feels like, geez, it's not worth the effort. If you can't be asked, then why am I going to be asked fighting for the thing you said you want? Why am I going to have an argument yes. with you, ruffle your feathers? Yeah annoy and upset you have you upset with me yeah if you don't care yeah I'm not gonna care right so there's sort of resignation on your side and I'm totally enrolled in the resignation and I'm resigned as well and I'm like yeah don't have the six-pack who cares yeah like the the job of my my beautifully creative brilliant mind is to enroll you in the impossibility. Hmm. And the thing is, it's quite a chameleon hmm. that, you know, your brilliant, creative, imaginative mind and everybody else's mm-hmm. creative, imaginative mind, because you enrolled me initially in how great it would be for you to have stronger abs because you would be able to get on and off the horse more easily Mm -hmm. be really good for you now that you are getting older you know when you're lifting heavy shopping or whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. it's like it's much better for you if you've got a strong core Mm -hmm. so I was really enrolled in that story I was really enrolled in the fact that you know women who hold fat around their, you know, central organs have increased incidence of, you know, heart disease and all of this. I was really, really enrolled in you being healthy and lasting longer. So I get to hang out with you more longer. Um, So I was really enrolled in that when you told me all of the things like, Dan, I'm going to get up. I was really inspired as well. I'm going to get up every day. 5 30 and I'm going to do you know start with one sit up and then I'm going to build up to 10 and then I'll be doing 100 sit ups in the morning and it's going to be great my jeans are going to fit me better and I'm going to actually have loads of you know endorphins flying around my body and I'm going to feel beautiful and I was super enrolled and now a month later I'm really enrolled in you not doing <laughs> any of that because you have a bad knee and you're old. Yeah, it's humans know. are really I love yeah. humans. Yeah. We're so so being being that person who is a stand for mm-hmm. you is actually a bit of a pain in the ass. It's a huge pain in the ass. And what I was thinking is like being a stand if we have to define it because we're going to keep trying to define it as we go along, right? One definition is like being a stand for possibility. And what I actually rewrote was like bringing someone back to their possibility Mm. that Mm. you can have it all you can i don't know how but Mm. this is where we are like how do you get to have six-pack abs when you sprained your knee Mm. like what does your knee have to do anything with like what you're putting in your mouth right like we talked Mm. about this 
this is what you said. And that's why it's irritating because we are now saying, I love you. I want to be your friend. I just love to go along with your impossibility because it's easy to do that. And I'm not, I'm going to come back and I'm going to remind you, how does that get you to where you want to go? You wanted that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm relating this to um, parenthood, to motherhood. Yes. And for example, wanting autonomy for our young people. Sure. One, you know, our, our children are sort of biologically programmed to seek out and develop their autonomy so that yes. they, they take a lot longer than many other animals in the in the kingdom. The longest. Um, yes. Yeah, the longest. Um, but nonetheless, they're they're on their way. They take years over it, but they're on their way to to building their autonomy. And um and I can see how parents are a stand for that young for their their young person's autonomy, yeah. and how that can create conflict because they're holding up. Well, you said you were going to. I don't know. Let's have a think. Um, you I said have an you example. Were... Okay, go great. Love it. Uh, it's actually recent. So um, our daughter is living on her own. And we are subsidizing her income right now. And that was the Can agreement. Make that clear. That's not our daughter. Yes. No, you and I don't have a daughter. The dude <laughs> who is sleeping upstairs in my home and I have a kid. Great. She's gorgeous. We love her lots. Mm -hmm. And she is 19. She lives on her own. And we're subsidizing her income. And that was the agreement that we made. We had a six-month agreement. This is how it's going to go. This is how much. And then she's going to slowly continue to like build her own independence so that she can then be financially independent from mom and dad. Oh. Fine. So we have a set amount. And she asks every once in a while, like, hey, I'm low. Can I have 20 bucks for fuel? You know, I need this thing. Do you, can I get some extra here, there, la, la, la. And it's done in a way that is like last minute. I'm at the store. Could I borrow? And it, I, f I feel pressured to say yes, mostly because I'm a people pleaser, but also because it's like you're at the store. And if I say no, it doesn't, it just, for me, it's a lot of pressure because I'm like, then she has to like put it down and not get it. And then, right. Mm. And I don't want to do that with her. I don't want her to be like, yeah. you know, so she asked me for money the other day. She texted me. I'm on my way up to a town. I'm picking up a couch. I need 50 extra bucks. And I'm like, so I decide to be a stand for the agreement that we had and the, the idea that she would be financially independent. Should I read you the text? Yeah. Oh, my God. God. I have not asked for her permission, so I suspect she'll be okay. I'll read my side. Good idea. Which is going to be great because, um, by the way, she didn't respond. So it didn't go the way. Right. And easy because you got no reply. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Um. So I said, um, for the $50 for the couch, I want to point to a pattern I'm noticing around money. It seems to me that you wait until you're ready, you're already committed to something and then ask for the money. My experience is that I feel added pressure to say yes, which I don't like. Like for today, what would happen if I said no, you're already on the road. So would you turn around and go home? I would like to request that you ask me for money, money before it gets that far in the process. Like for the couch, before you negotiate a price with the seller, you ask me if I'd be willing to help. And then we both agree on how much. Does this make sense? 
I'm not angry. I just feel uncomfortable with how these asks are going. And I want to see if you and I could create a better system. Blah, blah, blah. And then she wrote back and she was like, never mind. I'll figure it out some other way. <laughs> okay. Right. So I'm, I, I'm being a stand for the agreement that we had. I'm being a stand for her financial independence. I'm being a stand for her to figure it out without mm. coming back to mom and dad. Mm. And that was really uncomfortable. And she didn't speak to me. She did send like a, um, yep, I'll just figure it out. Never mind. Totally stepping over the requests that I've made, stepping over the, the reflection that I provided. Again, mm. that's, that's what happens when we provide a reflection and we make a request. It isn't always honored. And so now there's a riff, right? There's like, there's some conflict yeah. there. Mm. And the way that it went was later on in the day, I, I just let her, I didn't come back to it. She didn't come back to me fine. So now we're both like in our corners. And she came back to us later on in the day. She's like, can you and dad come over and help us move this couch? Because it's enormous. And she and her roommate cannot move it by themselves. So they need help. Mm. So we show up and we help with the couch. And then I, I turned to her and I said, are we okay? Right. So how do we come back into relationship? And then from there, can we have this conversation again? But yeah. Yeah, that's a, a wonderful example. Um, and there are so many pieces to that that I can see because and you've just mentioned that you need to go back potentially and have another conversation, oh, yeah. not in the midst of couch buying or food shopping at the store or whatever, but actually sit down yeah, we have time. an agreement. Does it not work anymore? Yeah. Let's let's go over yeah. it again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How do we make this agreement either fit what we need now right. or work as it stands? Um, I love that. That's such a great example. And did you see me getting all torn up with the idea that my daughter would have to turn around and go home? Mm. That makes me so uncomfortable. Some yeah. parents laugh at that and they're like, why does that make you? It does. It just, mm. this is me, right? And I'm one of nearly 8 billion people on this planet. I have my own things. This is my mm. stuff. Mm. And you can imagine this parent raised that kid. So what we now have a pattern mm. that she asks yeah. and I give, and she asks and I yeah. give, yeah, and it's yeah. not serving either of us. And so we both are acknowledging that and saying, we don't want this anymore. And now I have to be a stand for that. I don't have to. I choose to. I get you choose to. to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You choose to be a stand for what you've I agreed. Hate it. I fucking yeah. hate it. Yeah. I do. And it's what I love about that is I love lots of things about it, but I'm in a similar thing with um with Ruben, mm. where um We've actually, we, ha we made an agreement to have, you know, arranged to have a meeting. Yeah. He's miles away. Yes. He's in America and I'm in England. I know where he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but to have a meeting and to create a spreadsheet because he wants to pay for his own university education, but doesn't have all the money up front right. all the time. So how do we create that? And we had, um, we had an agreement that he would come to a meeting with me, the second meeting. Um and didn't didn't ring me, didn't contact me, oh. didn't show up. So I had something similar where I messaged and said, um, when I finally heard from him, you know, we 
we had an agreement to meet on Sunday and I didn't hear from you. Um, it's fine if you can't make a meeting, but I would love you to let me know. And I was, you know, had to own it from my side. Yeah. I would really like you to let me know. Yeah, you can. And to request. acknowledge, yeah, to acknowledge that you're not going to be there. Yeah. And if something gets in the way and you can't be there at the time and you can't let me know, then acknowledge afterwards. That's what I want. He doesn't have to do that. No, he doesn't. But it's me asking for what I would yes. love. Yes. If, as and when those circumstances come up. So it's kind of a similar practice in a way. And what were you being a stand for? I was being a stand for Reuben. Um, being a person of his word, uh -huh. I was standing for Reuben's word meaning something. So if Reuben says he's going to be yep. somewhere yeah. or do something, that he he does that. And if he can't do it, then he lets me or whoever know so that he I was being a stand for him being reliable and his word meaning something. Is that something? that he has said he wants in his life. My first answer is no. It's something I want for Reuben. And as parent. Mm. Right. Yeah. Like, so my first answer is no. Mm -hmm. And um and also I think there have been this is possibly me justifying. But there have been sort of, um, he's alluded to, uh, I don't finish things. Sure. Yes, he knows. So, so, th so there's a ballpark area around doing the thing and, and, and committing to the thing, whatever the thing is, um, yeah. you know, university, finishing his degree, um, whatever. Um, you know, that's quite a large thing because it's a very large commitment of four years. Um, and then there are smaller pieces. So there have been conversations around yeah. it, but nothing explicit, actually. And that's a really good point. And I think also if I'm going to just keep talking and then I'll stop because um, that's how it works. <laughs> I'll talk and then I'll stop. Um, but I think also so that's a great point, And that gives me a place to have a conversation with Ruben that I'm being a stand for him to sort of like be, um, it's not so much reliable, it is kind of like a man of his word, a person of his word. Um, and like, is that something he even wants for himself? I suppose for myself, I'm being a stand for my time mattering and being valuable and important because I had that event with Ruben in my diary yep and America, we call that a calendar oh okay. you keep going okay was... so in my calendar <laughs> I had this um I had this meeting with Reuben yep. booked in yep and and so I didn't you know I did some stuff up to that meeting but then there was like ah, I don't really have time because I've got this so I can't go and do that. I can't leave the house and do that because I won't be available, available with the laptop and the thing to do this yeah. with the spreadsheet. And then kind of, and I realized I could have messaged him and said, Hey, where are you? But I actually chose not to. 
Hmm. I chose not to. I think in terms of stand for him. Let um, him live with the consequences. Yes, let him, let's see yes. how this plays out. Yes. But I think for myself, I'm being a stand for if you make an agreement with me to spend, you know, to have a meeting or to do something with me, then my time matters and I'm committed to doing that thing with you. It's fine if you can't do it, if something else gets in the way, but let me know. Yeah. Reasonable. For me, it feels important. It feels important that I say, I matter and let me know. So there's two parts to this. One is how do you be a stand? So it turn. all right, let me start with the first question. Then I'm going to go to the second one. The first one is how do you be a stand for somebody when they don't, they haven't explicitly stated that, the, that that is something that they want. So that's the first question. Cause I can see this in leadership. I can see this with parenting. I can see this in marriage. I can see this in family dynamics with siblings and cousins and in-laws, right? The second question is, well, I think where, where I landed as I was listening to you is that when I wanna be a stand for something that somebody hasn't explicitly stated, can I weave that back into a stand from what I desire? If I desire for people to honor my time, whether or not Ruben ever wants to be accountable in his life is up to him. Mm. He hasn't explicitly stated that he wants to be a man of his word. He hasn't said, hey, mom, would you help me be a man of my word? He just said, I'll show up at 11. And then he ghosted you. And so now you're like, okay, cool. He never actually said, but damn it. I'm reliable to show up on time. And when I make a, you know, when I agree to meet with you at a certain time and you don't show up, I now like now I'm left with this mess. Yeah, and it's very interesting. You said, how do I be a stand when it's not explicit? And there's even what feels almost like a, a morality question there. It's like, why would I be a stand for someone when it's not explicit? That's the, what I think we just discovered. Yeah, the the um, explicit declaration or, or of desire, like, God, I'm not experiencing myself as a man of my word. I mean, we're making this story up about Rube now. Like, I've realized now it's still made up. Yes. Um, you know, and although there have been things that he's alluded to, none of it has been explicit. So that's a great place for me now to have, you know, a, a, a weird conversation with him where he'll be like, oh my God, mom. But yeah, where I can have a conversation with him and say, oh my God, I've been standing for this for you. Well, let me, let me time you out because I think you're, you're actually not, I think what's happened, check mm. my feet, is mm. that we made it about Ruben, but underneath is actually you desiring mm. something for yourself. I think it's two things. I okay. do think it's a desire I have for my son. Yeah, because you're a mom. Yeah, because I have known him a long time. I've seen his patterns. Of course, I'm not him, so I'm outside of him, and I can watch him and study him, you know, yes. like an anthropologist. And I'm like, oh, curious, he does this, and he does that. How interesting. Yeah. You know, write it in my mother's log. Um, <laughs> I don't have a mother's log. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like you observe your, your offspring, and you're kind of like, oh, how curious. They have these patterns. Right. So, actually, I do think I have a – I have um, – I'm holding a stand for him. A I'm being a place marker for something for him that he's never said he wanted. Yeah. As I say, 
alluded but never said he wanted so that's a really really good taking a highlighter out oh, that's nice. definitely something oh my I'm god we got highlighted today mm -hmm. oh yeah. man yeah so that's definitely a conversation to be had and yes what I hadn't seen was I was being a stand for myself and I think I may have noticed it in the moment when I was carefully crafting my text to him yeah. much like yourself you know like there's nothing wrong here and, and I would really like to be acknowledged, you know, for you to yeah. acknowledge that you didn't show up. Yeah. And like yeah. what got in the way. And if this comes around again at some point, I would love you to tell me I can't control him. Yeah. And he might say, I'm not going to do that for you. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and that's like, that's how we weave relationship. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm wandering into like, okay, as parent, that's a different <clears throat> relationship because I think parenting comes with not the expectation, but there is a sense of responsibility that we feel towards our children, that we want our children to be productive humans. We want them to live a full and deep and rich life, all of that. And part of that is like, hey, if you can't honor your word, buddy, your experience of life isn't going to be, and we want that for them because we love them and all of that. So if we were to take this back into like a, a leadership, so let's say we have somebody, Ruben is our employee. Well, let's use a different word because I think it's, too, uh, let's say Bob. Bob is an employee. Bob said he was going to show up at, to a meeting and Bob didn't show. As leader, how do we be a stand for Bob if Bob doesn't. I actually don't see, I don't, at the moment, I'm not seeing a distinction between the two because I see parents as leaders in Agreed. families. Agreed. Um, and I also see leadership as being a personal, I don't know, what is it, a quality, a personal quality, personal leadership. It's a thing. I don't know whether it's a quality, a characteristic, an yeah. aspiration, a skill. Yeah. I don't, I really don't know how to label it, but I see personal leadership available to everybody, whether you are, whether you have a lanyard on or a, t a badge or something on your door of your office that says leader, mm -hmm. um, there's personal leadership is available to be cultivated and curated by each and every one of us. Okay. So I don't make that distinction. I think the, I think the distinction of explicit and non-explicit remains the same and actually okay. can be transposed over to the more formal yeah, workplace. employee workplace so, situation. That's what I see. What do you see that's different? Well, um, if Bob is late or Bob doesn't mm -hmm. show up, mm. I think then what really helps me is to determine what do I want to be a stand for in, in what I lead on my team. I want to be a stand for a team who keeps their word. And mm. I think my job as leader is probably um, to enroll them in that and that we have an agreement around that. Whereas with kids, I'm not sure that I would have, although I, I say that I do have an agreement around the finances with, so maybe it is the same. It feels or the similar same to flavors. me over here. Yeah, it yeah. feels very similar cool. to me because in my family, I, I want to be a stand for people being 
their word, yes. for their word meaning something. Yes. My word meaning something, you know, the other family yeah. members' words meaning something. And yeah. that's not to hold any of us to it like a, you know, yes. um with a rod, yeah. you know, and to sort of like rule with a cast iron rod, rule myself with a cast iron rod yes. or or yes. them. But to and as they grow, it's that sort of like, even though I still have maybe I'm sort of like the matriarch of, of this small family. Um, so there's some sort of power position or something going on. But as they grow, yep. everybody's personal leadership then is more on a an even plane somehow. So there's this sort of um, what do I want to say? Equality is much more evident a quality of um of role within the family or status or something as each person as as the kids grow and become yeah. adult men um but i think i definitely i want to be a stand for people in in my family being people of their word and like, as you said, enrolling them in that. And actually, the, the key thing that's come out for me is that this has been explicit, sorry, implicit. Yes. Um, not explicit. It's been yeah. undercover. And mm -hmm. actually, it's a conversation that I would like to have. Yeah, because there's an impact on the relationship. So whether we're mother or leader or ruler of the universe, what we're, we're coming back to is these types of things have impact on relationship. Fine. And that's where we can get involved. There are stands that people desire that don't have impact on relationship. So me wanting six pack abs has no impact on your relationship with me. Well, I hope. Oh my God, does it have an impact on our relationship? Are you still going to be friends with me if I never get there? I'm just thinking, does it? Well, I don't know that that's true, Ali, because okay. if you're committed to six pack abs and we spend time with each other we need to round up a bit here time wise but we spend time with each other every day and that has to be fitted into your diary that could get in the way of things that we've agreed to do together I don't know so I don't know that it's I think it could be it both it could be both yeah. and there yeah. will be stands like if you really want to uh, record a record album someday, I'm making it up, that doesn't have any bearing. I can be a stand for that. And it doesn't really have any bearing on a relationship. Whereas if you uh, have a stand that you're going to show up to meetings on time that with me, that does have a bearing on our relationship because you're making a commitment. You're making a, yeah, you're making a commitment to something that I am also a part of. So I think it can be both and. I think we can use that to our, I think what I'm recognizing in the takeaway, I'm going to go ahead and give you my takeaway. Right. We're going to wrap I'm this ready. bitch up. Um, my takeaway is when, whether somebody has explicitly stated that they want this thing in their life, if it impacts the relationship with me, I can come back and say, okay, what is my stand for me? You know, if somebody um, shows up every day and slaps me across my face, my stand is I'm no longer going to put my face anywhere near that person's hand, right? I can't control whether they're going to like, but I can at least be a stand for no longer allowing people to slap me in my face. 
and then I take, and then maybe I make that explicit, I have a conversation, or maybe I don't say anything. I just don't show up in the same physical location as that person or walk around with a big bubble around me, whatever, right? So mm -hmm. I, what I can do is when there's something in my life that I, I would love for the other person to be a stand for, and it impacts my relationship with them, I can turn that on myself and be a stand for it for me hmm. and let them decide what that means to them. Does that make sense? I got a little lost. Ah, okay. Let me try again. Good. If I am in relationship with somebody and they've not explicitly stated that they want they don't that they want something in their life and that thing that they've not stated impacts me i can choose to make it a stand for myself and it doesn't have to do anything with them right so the the thing about like the time commitment if someone sa doesn't say i, I want to be on time for the rest of my life i i actually have a very good friend who is late consistently and it does i do i do harbor resentment she's never explicitly stated she wants to be on time so what i've decided is i'm going to be a stand for if she's not there i move on i'm not waiting and so i've been able to like decide okay the stand that i have is that i honor my time she might not but i'm going to do it does that make sense did yes, i do it did i land the plane yeah you did oh you good did. Yeah, right. you did. Thank you, you have a stand for yourself. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay, good. Love it. Thank you for doing it again. <gasps> Thanks for wrestling with me. Um, my takeaway is the imposition of stand. <laughs> I don't have that. I hate it, right? It's, I love the imposition of stand. Yeah, That's I don't have that fully... Um, formulated but it's come from this conversation that I am imposing stand just writing this down imposing stand on and I'm just going to use this example of Reuben mm. and I've got a kind of like a question mark around the morality of that um and a question mark about why why am I not making that explicit mm -hmm. so I've come away with the sort of like implicit explicit piece I have I have more questions than answers yes I'm really curious about like oh because in my head that was all explicit but it wasn't right that right. stuff with Reuben was explicit and agreed upon but actually it wasn't well, the time and the, the time was, was explicit. but not the man of your word. Right. For want of a yeah, better we, title. Yeah, we took it all the way. But I was like, I'm fighting for man of your word. Yes. And like he never, he's never once mentioned that's wanting to wants. be a man of his word. Yeah. And I've imposed that. So that's what I'm saying. The imposition of stand upon another person without yeah. it actually being out in the open. Yes transparent, explicitly discussed and yes. agreed. 
Um, so I'm just finding that very, very interesting at the moment now in this in this very moment, thinking, oh, that's so interesting for parenting. And from, from a, pa- I from see a parenting that. lens. I yes. see that in workplace. Yeah. 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 Both I mean, places. My, my fascination is always with parenting. So I'm kind of like, oh, that's so juicy. That's so interesting. And as yes. you move yep. into um, that thing, I was I was not very artfully trying to explain where that sort of, you know, whilst I may stay, um, you know, uh, as the matriarch of the family, the power positions, the relationships mm-hmm. definitely change as <clears throat> one's children become adult. Yes. So as they become adults and grown, you know, grown men, um, like, oh, so there's some really interesting stuff there about what I might impose upon as yes. learning for a younger human, a younger person. Yes. Then actually as their autonomy grows, like, hmm. Imposing and doesn't I, work really can well. I, no, can I still be a stand for something that somebody doesn't want? Someone else that they've never asked for and never mentioned. Can the I? The answer still be a is stand yes. For, yes. Can I still be a stand for something that I see for you, yes. Ali? Yes. That you've never mentioned. Yep. But I have a, a funny little whiff, a little sense would be fabulous for you. Can I be a stand for that? And why would I not mention it if I see it? And I think that could loop back into like fear of upsetting you and losing or damaging the friendship. Um, So this has brought up a lot of interesting stuff and those messy loose ends are my takeaway. All right. High five. Boom. Boom. I love it. All right. I'm going to stop recording. 